T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Somebody I had to talk to tonight on Gerald's show is Jules Porter, local Twin Cities attorney, uh, got a gaming company. Congratulations are in order because after you won the made a million dollar challenge, you were recognized by Dr. Artika Tyner uh, for your work with kids. Girl, I mean, what? It's it, it just the blessings. Every so what's the song? Every time you turn around, it's just blessings are just coming out of the sky for you. Congratulations on this new uh, award uh, from Planting People, Growing Justice, and Dr. Artika Tyner. Thank you so much, Shaletta. Thank you so much for having me. And a special thanks always to Dr. Artika Tyner. She's one of my heroes. Okay, girl, and and you know I, I know that that you got this award, but it, it was really for the work that you do with kids through your uh, Serif Seven Studios, right? Exactly, teaching students how to develop console video games and just all the skills that come with video game development. You know, my, my thought is that kids are playing these games all day long. Why not teach them how to develop the games, future-proof them skills, and ensure that they're able to develop the AI uh, behind robots instead of being replaced by them. Girl, okay, okay, and you know, every time you're on the show with me and we talk about your company, Sarah Seven Studios, and the work that you do to develop uh, video games and characters, I get calls from parents. I get emails from parents. They come find me. They were emailing the boss and the bosses were sending me the last time you were on. The bosses were sending me notes like, who's this uh, Julie Porter? I was like, first of all, it's Jules. And second of all, yes, that's who you're talking about, because parents want to know how they can get their kids involved, what you're over there doing. Um, It's really amazing how you're inspiring young people. Uh, Tell us more before we get into all the legal stuff about Serif 7 Studios and the work that you are doing with young folks particularly. Yeah, well, we make video video games for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Our first game will be out next year, which we're very excited for. The whole goal of our games is to show more black and brown positive characters, positive heroes, fully clothed female characters, and just showing more imagination, more thought, uh, and just more everything behind uh, who black and brown folks are in the video game medium and just changing this narrative from being gangsters, mobsters, drug dealers, and over-sexualized uh, women. 
So we're just, we're, we're changing all of that. Um, additionally, we teach high school students in 10th, 11th, and 12th grades how to develop video games with the goal of making them career ready upon graduation. And we want to ensure that if, if we're not able to hire them, that they can still get an interview with IBM, with 3M, with other video game companies. Maybe they take our architecture class and now they want to become an architect. I mean, there's just, we want to open so many doors uh, for our students here in Minnesota. And that program actually starts next year. So the application for it will be out in the spring. Whoa, girl, I'm telling you, you are going to be bombarded. If you need some help fielding applications, call me because dozens, <laughs> seriously, dozens of parents are always so intrigued by the work that you are doing. Because that's the thing. These young people, girl, let me tell you something. They ain't interested in what we're talking about. They don't want to know what we're saying. They want to know what Jules and Sarah Studios is over there doing because they spend so much time on these games and gaming that now they have an opportunity to learn, to grow, uh, to to find it as an opportunity to, to you know, find employment and, and be interested in something um, that they love. And, you know, you're making exactly. that possible for them. And, and I just think that is so, um, so amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Okay, girl. Now, look, we got to get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, I got to pick your legal mind because there is a lot going on um, right now. And I know you've been busier than the one legged man in the butt kicking competition because we got Nor, we got Chauvin, we've got Potter. Where do you want to start? Oh, man. Well, I think first we could start with just a quick mention, and that is Ahmad Aubrey. His uh, jury trial selection for the men who killed him starts tomorrow. We can just yes. say that really quick. Yeah. Maybe uh, we can just start with Chauvin. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I was looking at some of that um online and, and you know it's it's a national story, um and so many people are talking about it. And you know, it, it just brings up the case of, you know, why we have the talk with our kids and how unsafe African American men are in this country just trying to go out for a run or just going out for a walk or just driving down the street. Um, you know, we always want to say that we're living in a post-racial society, but all you have to do is look at this case and realize that is not the case. Yeah, and it also highlights just the issues we have with just getting justice in the first place, even making an arrest. I mean, before this case became national news, the men who basically hunted down, tracked, and killed Ahmaud Arbery were, were free to go. Um, and, and now it's been like, I think three different prosecutors have had this case. The first prosecutor on the case who kind of refused to have these men arrested or charged. Uh, she's now under indictment herself. I think now it's on the third prosecutor, uh, who's bringing these charges. And that's all because the media put light on this case. Um, and also because of what happened here in Minnesota with George Floyd, that this got so much attention and I'm glad finally that this is going to trial. So yeah, it, it took a lot um, to get there. It took a community to get it there. It did. It, it took a lot. And, you know, justice shouldn't be that hard. You know, this is the thing. People say justice is blind. Justice ain't blind. Justice got on blue blockers because there's no way had he been a young white boy that it would have taken all of this pressure and all of this time and all these different prosecutors and all this these petitions and the marching and the pressure on the politicians just to say, Let's take a second look at it. Let's see what's really going on. And when you start pulling back those layers and you start looking at that video and you start seeing, you know, what was happening behind the scenes. And now the prosecutor is also in trouble. It, it just lets you know that 
when something like this happens, you know, don't don't be surprised when black people say, I don't think it's anything going to happen. I, I don't think that, that we're going to get justice. If 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 we do, we'd be surprised because these type of things are happening in plain sight and nobody's doing anything about it. There's no systems of checks and balances. Yeah, but, you know, now we do have some good things going on. So at least now it's it's a different ball game in Georgia. So there's they've rehauled their citizens arrest uh, and so many other uh, things mm-hmm. down there, which is good to see some change finally happening. Because like you said, we don't want justice to have on blue blockers. No, yeah, we don't, <laughs> especially when they're looking over here toward our, our kids. So I, I, we got to talk about Muhammad Noor. Um, what's the latest? What is happening in that case? So his uh, resentencing hearing is coming up soon. So as we all recall, back in September, the Minnesota Supreme Court overturned his uh, third degree um, uh, murder charge, I believe, yeah, third degree murder. So uh, October 22nd, he has his, uh, October 21st, he has his resentencing. He's asking for 41 months. Of course, his uh, his previous sentence was tw- was 12.5 months, which was within the sentencing guidelines. It's so... Uh, with resentencing him with credit served for his second degree manslaughter charge, uh, the sentencing guidelines are 41 months to 57 months. So, of course, the defense wants him to get the 41 months, which is kind of the on the lower end of that. They're basically citing the fact that, hey, he's already served 2.4 years. He's been a model citizen. They're saying he basically served uh, 72 days in administrative segregation, which I'm guessing is just like isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, when he first arrived in that sense, uh, he's been ordered to have uh, resentencing. He's been in uh, isolation again, uh, which is also interesting in that he's at a maximum security prison. So they're basically saying this man had served some harsh time. Um, in addition to that, he's still been a model prisoner, so they're asking for basically 41 months, which is about 3.4 years. Of course, he's already served 2.4 years, so he can be out pretty soon if the judge um, does resentence him to 41 months. What do you think, um, in your legal opinion, will happen when the sentencing takes place? It's highly possible, um, of course. You know, the state is still going to weigh in and and remind everybody that, hey, Justine Diamond, you know, she was killed. Uh, This man basically shot out in the darkness um, and just more of the facts. And then it's up for the judge to weigh it. Right. Oh, I forgot. They also mentioned COVID. So it it could be very well possible that because of COVID, because of um, him being a model prisoner, that he could be out um, early next year. Okay. All right. Now, what's the latest on Kim Potter? Um, you know, we 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 got, you know, we were right there with George Floyd. The sentencing was coming down for Chauvin, and then Dante Wright was shot and killed um, by Kim Potter, um, Brooklyn Center police officer, and. You know, it was just a lot. And, and a lot of times I have to re-familiarize myself with the case. Um, and now there's a possible defense. Yeah, I mean, she, it looks like she's sticking with the same defense that she, we saw that she'd likely have in the video, which is that it was an accident, right? She didn't mean to draw her firearm. She thought she was drawing her taser. Um, she did do, uh, did do, uh, but in her uh, her recent uh, filing with the court, of course, her trial is on November 30th. Um, she did claim that it's an accident. Uh, she wants the the state, the court, to basically dismiss the first-degree murder charge that was added in September. She's saying she did not consciously intend to shoot Dante Wright. She meant to tase him to prevent him from fleeing in a vehicle. She's also saying that, hey, if he would have fled in his vehicle, he could have harmed or even 
killed the two officers who were in contact with the car. So that's a little bit of victim blaming for her basically pulling her firearm instead of her taser, uh, which are very different weapons, right? Her firearm is on her right side. Her taser's on her left side. Her taser's in a straight draw holster, which means she can only draw it with her left hand. Um, she was a trainer in her department, so she trained people on the use of these firearms and these tasers, and she'd also just received uh, some recent training, I believe in like March of 2021, in addition to many years previous of training. So it's it's very difficult. And of course, uh, I did actually pull out the Brooklyn Center Police Manual um, back when the, uh, the shooting happened, and it definitely gives... Um, advice or guidance to all the officers regarding tasers and it says that mere flight from a pursuing officer without other known circumstances and factors is not a good cause for the use of the taser to apprehend an individual um, it also mm. says the taser should not be used with individuals with obviously low body mass which dante wright definitely had obviously low body mass um, and then also you're not to use the tasers on individuals whose position or activity may result in collateral in injuries such as when they're operating vehicles. So she mm -hmm. has an uphill, uphill battle. <laughs> of course, yeah. uh, you know, the state is arguing that no reasonable officer would confuse their sidearm um, and their taser. Therefore, um, Kim Potter killing Dante Wright was not a mere accident. Woo, that one is going to be a doozy. Um, and and this is the thing that... that um, you know, I, I don't know. I just get upset about when I think about us not being able to see the trial. I appreciated, um, you know, watching uh, the the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, seeing it, um, listening to the testimony, seeing Darnella Frazier, seeing those victims um, who were standing there who watched it take place, watching Chauvin, hearing his mother's statement, hearing the victim's statement, listening to George Floyd's daughter talk about her dad and, you know, her, the things that she's going to miss out on and not seeing him again, you know, and, and I just, I just don't understand why we can't have cameras in the courtroom. That just seems like that seems so antiquated to me. Yeah. I mean, the world has definitely changed. Um, but I also remember, remember back uh, George Zimmerman, his trial for the killing of Trayvon Martin, that was also mm -hmm. made public. And that was mm -hmm. really a factor in my decision uh, to go to law school. I mean, so so being able to publicize a trial, it does have um, a significant impact, um, mm -hmm. and it is a great moment of public interest. Of course, here in Minnesota, we have a court rule that basically says if the defendant um, objects um, to their trial being recorded, um, that the trial will not be recorded by anybody other than the court reporter. Uh, of course, now uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court has put together a committee that are studying and looking into this to see if it's time for rule change. So I think we will get the report next year, next summer sometime. What do you think that they will do? Um, you're in these. I mean, for me, just on the outside looking in, it seems like it ought to be just like a no brainer. Yes, we need this. We need to see what's going on. That's my tax dollars. I'm paying for it. How you go take my tax dollars and do this and then I not get to see what's going on, especially in the trial that's going to impact me and my family and my children. You know, my son and I, my family, we watched the verdict when, um, you know, Derek Chauvin um, was found guilty. We watched George Floyd's daughter. Um, you know, talk about her dad in that um, cell phone video. We saw Darnella Frazier take the stand and bravely telling exactly what happened and how it happened and what she saw and how she was able to capture that video. We saw 
Jerry Blackwell uh, so eloquently do those uh, closing arguments. And, and we listen to, you know, Derek Chauvin's mother defend her son. And, and you know, like you said, the, the impact and the ripple effect that that has on not only, um, you know, our understanding of the system of justice, but, you know, how it impacted you um, to become a lawyer when you watched the Trayvon Martin trial. We're going to keep talking about that with Jules Porter next. It is 1024. We're continuing our conversation with Twin Cities attorney Jules Porter. And I, I just it just makes sense that we see what is going on in our courtrooms. It is not. Um, you know, you know, you start talking about privacy, use private money then. Don't you're going to take my tax dollars and then tell me I can't see what's going on. If I'm paying for it, I want to know. I'm sitting here right now going through my son's cell phone. He's like, Mom, can you not go through my cell phone? No, because I pay the bill and I want to see what you're doing. I want to see what's going on in those courtrooms, Jules. No, I hear you. And I hope uh, so. Normally, there are public commenting sessions um, whenever we consider rule changes or, you know, uh, different laws and things like that. Uh, so maybe that's something we could talk about next time. I can definitely dig into it and see when they're going to have this task force, a public commenting session. Yeah, I want to know that to hear from the community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we got to talk about Chauvin. What's the latest um, in, in, in Derek Chauvin's case? So, of course, he put forth his appeal. He is appealing uh, a few different uh, (laughs) issues in his trial. Uh, One of his issues was that he did not have an attorney, and he also said that he did not make enough money to hire an attorney. The Minnesota Supreme Court denied his request for a public defender, denied his request to waive uh, court fees and costs. Um, So now Derek Chauvin does have an attorney. Um, That attorney actually uh, filed their notice I believe on the 15th, uh, which is really interesting. And this was an attorney that I haven't heard of before. I'm pretty active in the Minnesota legal community. His name is William F. Mormon. Um, So I did a little digging and I found that, oh, the reason why I don't know this attorney is because uh, he is, one, a civil attorney, which is really interesting. And then, two, he's a part of a lot of the right-wing groups that put put these – cases together in lawsuits trying to prevent the validation of election results. So he was a part of that in Georgia and then a part of that in Wisconsin. So that's oh. very interesting. But that is the attorney who is representing uh, Derek Chauvin in his appeal. Okay. And so um, he, he's he's making these claims. And, and so will he be going back to court? Does the judge have to hear this? Does he have to get back into the courtroom and, and, and state his case? Or, or is this file paperwork you know i'm watching law and order and every time they do something mccoy's in the courtroom and i'm learning so much from you about how the legal system actually works so is this just a filing of the paperwork or will he we see him in court again yes far it's just been a lot of procedures correcting deficiencies and things of that nature but now that he actually has an attorney he will be able to present oral arguments before the court of appeals uh, which is really interesting. So he has about, uh, is it 30 or 60 days in order to file his actual um, uh, brief? And then after that, they will schedule oral arguments and then he will be in the courtroom once again. Okay. All right. Well, that's the latest, girl. You always break it down and make it so plain. Jules Porter, congratulations on all the awards, winning the Meet a Million Dollar Challenge, uh, the work that you're doing with young people at your gaming company, Seraph 7 Studios, and the new uh, award from Dr. Artika Tyner, uh, Planting People, Growing Justice uh, Leadership Institute. 
uh, congratulations on everything. Every time you turn around, blessings, blessings, because you're being such a blessing to our community and especially our young people. Thank you so much. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.